Today's guest, together with his wife, is a pioneer and innovator in the realms of spiritual growth and healing. They are holistic coaches, energy healers, and authors of many books. Welcome to the show, Philip. How are you doing? Great to be here with you, Toby and Mirror Talk. That's awesome. I'm so grateful to have you here today. I'm happy that we were able to connect. I'm looking, I was looking forward to speaking with Jane also, but Jane is not going to join us on this episode. Right. <laughs> but um, yes, so I, I just want you to tell us a little bit about your life, career and spiritual journey so far. Like I know you are into, you know, um, spiritual growth and healing. Um, what inspired you and your wife to go into this journey of spiritual growth and healing? Yes. Well, some people um, kind of get the, the bug or the interest very young. Uh, other people have to kind of crash and burn to, to awaken or a combination. And mine was uh, as a child wanting to do something to express myself in the world, not really knowing what it was. I thought I might become a filmmaker or writer. And uh, I did go to film school and train for that, but it didn't really work out. Uh, and it led me on a kind of a spiritual awakening journey. And I tried many different uh, psychologies and religions and spiritual traditions, like probably many listeners here have. And I actually joined a spiritual group. I finally said, I guess I need to join a group because I can't seem to get it all on my own. And that was sort of part of the journey for us, right? We join yeah. groups and tribes, and that's part of uh, experience on planet Earth. And this group yeah. uh, was dedicated to awakening. It was a Gurdjieff Ospensky group. Some people may know those famous philosophers. If not, they were sort of an esoteric Christianity group. Uh, and it was centered around uh, remembering yourself, which was an interesting con uh, concept or practice. It now really is kind of a, would be considered meditation or non-dual awareness where you're aware of yourself in this moment and how to do that. So that was good. Uh, part of the challenge, though, was there were these uh, uh, rules or uh, things that you had to do in a group, which is pretty common. Some of it was very uh, kind of restrictive and even repressive, like not expressing negative emotions. And, and that led me, and that's where I met my wife and partner, Jane Montrose, after we left the group, uh, to mm -hmm. looking for awakening, which we now realized was included healing. I didn't really realize that early on. Uh, and a lot of people don't. They just think it's bringing more light into the world, uh, being a brighter light, connecting with God yeah. and source. And that is true too. But without this missing piece, um, you are limited in how far you can go. Mm -hmm. And what that means is, is we all have traumas, blocks, things that prevent us from being a clear vessel and expressing ourselves and spiritually awakening. And that's why sometimes we need these challenging experiences, disease, illnesses, accidents, misfortunes, losses, and such traumas, which everyone has. Billions of people have it. Have you ever considered, Toby, have you ever realized it's strange that you, me, and all the billions of people on earth have traumas and tragedies that happen to them in their life? Have you ever kind of wondered about that? why it's universally true yes I, I have i have you know i always think you know like you 
rightfully said, like all those traumas and um, difficulties that we come across in life, I I got to learn actually that they happen to each of each and every one of us just to ensure that we are able to grow, we're able to get out of our comfort zone, become better people in life. Yeah. Right. But that's something I, I go, that's something I got to learn actually at, at the end of the day. Sometimes at the beginning I always think that I'm the only one going through this kind of situation in life and everyone else is fine and perfect and I'm just in trouble or you know going through some difficulties. Yeah, we're all in trouble at times and and that trouble that being lost is the very thing that saves us in that it becomes a trigger, a prompt, a reminder to awaken. Mm. To learn mm-hmm. and discover through things that are unpleasant and challenging and suffering um, painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and painful. And in my journey, that led me into uh, learning healing modalities, which I realized I was very good at. I didn't realize that as I was young was sometimes your gifts and skills sort of awaken as you do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I learned holistic hypnotherapy with my wife, and we started helping people individually and in groups, and we started doing writings on energy healing, and we were early adopters of EFT, emotional freedom technique tapping. We do our own version called holistic EFT, a more soulful version approach than the standard, although it's ex- mm-hmm. extremely effective. And we created some of our own healing modalities, such as spiritual kinesiology, using the soul, And in our newest book, The Loving Power of Your Soul, a guidebook for realizing your true potential, uh, we give six ways to connect with the soul uh, for awakening and healing. That's that's wonderful. I'm so happy you made mention of EFT right now. And to your new book, we're going to come to that later. Um, I just want us to first talk about EFTs. Like, can you explain what holistic EFT means and how is it beneficial to us? EFT, uh, emotional freedom techniques began really in the 1990s uh, when a therapist, uh, Dr. Roger Callahan, healed a a client with a phobia with just tapping a few pressure points. These are pressure points with your fingers like acupuncture uses these key points, these energy points in the body with needles. But this is just tapping, which you can do with your fingers by tapping or pressing on these key meridian points. Our body is all energy, which is balanced or imbalanced. When we have these problems, like we were talking about the the fears, traumas, and so forth, they create an imbalance in our body. And oddly enough, by tapping these points and saying an affirmation, uh, and Gary Mm -hmm. Craig was a student of Roger Callahan's, and he put the uh, EFT, named it EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, the tapping points in the seven key tapping points where you say the affirmation related to the issue, the challenge, the stressor. Uh, and then tap, and, and remarkable things happen. Now, yeah. that's part one. The quick part two is the holistic part, since our approach is a more soul-based uh, body-mind-spirit approach, although EFT does have that, um, is doing some extra tapping points uh, along the head to integrate the left and right brain and tapping across the heart and breathing mm-hmm. And it's sometimes some affirmation. So, so those are some things that, that can help you for deeper things get sometimes more effective, complete results. How are we able to use ETF to get through to our souls or to our emotions? How, how does that work? Okay, so um, we want to be present. We want to live our life fully, right? 
We yes. want it. So part of it is just awaking to realize that we are asleep. So mm-hmm. we want to grow more present to learn more consciously in this life, which mm-hmm. is a complete free will choice. We don't have to. In many lifetimes, we may do very little. <laughs> uh, but if you do choose, like probably people in a soulful conversation of an interest of that, like listeners mm-hmm. today, um, then you realize things are in the way. At a certain point, you realize you have certain angers and fears and parts of yourself which are very out of balance. At first, Mm -hmm. we just shove them under the rug. We deal with it. Or we may become uh, uh, self-medicating addictions or avoidance things or shopping or Mm -hmm. internet or whatever. Uh, And by themselves, those may not be a problem, but as as an avoidance defense, they are. But in, at a certain point, we want to see what's going on under the hood. Why am I, why does when that person uh, speaks, do I get irritated? You know, why mm. when I uh, hear this sound or see this image or uh, think of my mother or this person, why am I so upset? Well, at first we think it's the other person, which this is not excusing the other person's perhaps inappropriate behavior and they have their own stuff to deal with if they choose to. But at a certain point, we say, well, I need to actually start healing myself. Uh, Physician, heal thyself. Uh, So that's where EFT, which is one of the methods of healing, comes in. And when you connect that with your soul consciously like we do, then it really optimizes how much awareness and how much uh, spiritual growth you can get by doing that kind of healing, that energy healing. And you need to do it sooner or later one way or another. EFT and mm-hmm. spiritual kinesiology are very effective ways that we teach and use. There are a lot of things that one could do to assess one's art and soul to, you know, get freedom from all those, you know, burdens that we have in our lives or traumas that we have in our lives. And holistic it's, it's EFT is very helpful in that regard too. Yeah. But if someone is saying, oh, um, EFT is not what I want to um, look into to assess my soul, are there like some other ways that you could suggest to assess the soul and the part B to that question will be, why do we even have to assess our souls? <laughs> well, we don't. Uh, it's just, it just, you know, the beautiful part of free will is we manifest, we incarnated here because of our souls. Mm. Our soul is who we are at a deeper level. We're kind of like a scout or an explorer for our souls in this lifetime. And mm. they're higher versions of ourselves. Uh, if you go up to higher dimensions where we go into oneness. So if you figure everything is one at some point and infinite and eternal, then we're all from that. And Mm -hmm. and then there's groups of us that break off to have experiences and learn and grow because it Mm -hmm. seems to me the creator wants to learn and grow and it does it through us. And our soul wants to grow and it does it through us. But again, since we have free will, Obviously, if you look around the planet, many people are not, are just kind of hanging around and not waking up yet. And it may be a matter of lifetimes or whatever. So it's a free will choice. So you don't have mm-hmm. to. It's just if you want to grow and evolve. Sooner or later, you will. Yeah. <laughs> it just yeah. <laughs> lifetime is up to you. Uh, it seems yeah. fruitful. At a certain point, it becomes too uncomfortable not to do it if, if mm-hmm. you realize what you're here for. And what you're here mm-hmm. for are the things that keep prompting you and keep showing up in your life and are, are mm-hmm. saying, oh, this is something that I really enjoy doing. I could really explore. I'm really good at, or I need to heal this. So these things just show up continually in our life and affect us quite mm-hmm. directly. 
Yes. I, I love the fact that you made mention of um you made mention of soul awakening when explaining this right now. And I would just love you to, you know, um tell us your definition of soul awakening. What does soul awakening mean to you? The soul is awake. It's us as a personality, as a body, mm. as a thought processes, as feelings, like our functions, mm. our intelligences here on earth in our body. Mm-hmm and embodying mm-hmm. this is to the point where it becomes a important, even a priority to uh, be connected with our soul and live our purpose and mm-hmm. live our best life and optimally rather than just sort of getting by and existing and surviving. And uh, so, you know, at the end of our life, what did you do? Well, I survived. <laughs> that's <laughs> no, we don't want that. Yeah. I mean, and that's part of, you know, so we're more than just surviving and propagating, you know, we're, more uh, mm-hmm. living more fully than that, much more fully. Uh, yes, I I like I like what you said right now. You said our soul is awake, but we we have to connect with our souls basically in order to get tap out of it basically in order to grow in order to um, you know become full in our lives basically in order to reach our potentials. Yeah. Right. And that's what I was saying earlier, that some people very early, they're, they're seeing other angels or other forms or other invisible beings or connecting with a greater world. And that might be because it's so uh, far from the mainstream. Uh, and the mainstream mm-hmm. is, programs us since we're a child, what we're told to think and believe. Um, and that's part of awakening is, is transcending that, using it, using some of the good stuff, but mm-hmm. not being uh, bound by it, not being limited by it. So... Uh, mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, things happen to us as we have tragedies, we have losses, we have things that just change our lives, sufferings and so forth. Mm-hmm. And that awakens mm-hmm. us to our possibilities, as we were saying earlier. Yeah. Yes. And earlier you talked about, you know, Im- imagery, like you talked about, <laughs> like whenever you you see somebody, you, have, you, you get a reflection of someone's picture, for example. Um, how does how does this relate to our souls too? Like how, how, how does imagery or what does you know how, how does imagery relate to our souls and how can how does it relate to our healing and our spiritual growth also? Yes, so we have external senses: our feeling, seeing, hearing, uh, touching, mm-hmm. and smell and taste. We have inner senses, uh, which people may not realize quite as uh, clearly. So we have inner hearing where we hear things in our mind. Uh, We have inner imagery where we visually see things or sense things uh, Mm -hmm. in our body or just know things, those inner Mm -hmm. awarenesses, even inner smelling and tasting. So Mm -hmm. one of those or a combination is our strong points. So that's a way of accessing imagery. And when we're Mm -hmm. talking about soul awakening, Toby, um, the, we use those strengths to connect uh, with our inner worlds and our higher worlds that are existing right mm-hmm. now as we speak. So, mm-hmm. for example, in our new book, The Loving Power of Your Soul, one of the ways we mm-hmm. share that's quite easy right now we can do is connecting with your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you kind of breathe in and relax, and if people can close their eyes, they can. They don't have to. Yeah, if you're driving, don't, don't, don't close your eyes. But if they yeah. can relax and just imagine themselves lifting to a wonderful mountaintop, mm-hmm. and they might see it or sense it or hear it, and they have this wonderful view and the perfect temperature, and they see a big picture of life, and they can look at their life more and more from that big picture view, and from that big picture 
view things look very differently. Mm-hmm. So what seems like a problem becomes different in a big picture of seeing, for instance, seeing like the whole earth, the whole planet and putting things in a, in a greater perspective. So that, that's part of mm-hmm. awakening. That's a, that's a way of connecting with your soul. What I just did. If you mm-hmm. practice that and feel that, were you getting a sense mm-hmm. of that big picture, Toby? Look like it, yes, yes. <laughs> what was that <laughs> like for you? It was like calming, actually. Like I was going up and from the mountain top, then seeing just seeing, you know, like green vegetation, then white clouds and all that. Then later, I couldn't see the green vegetation anymore, just in the cloud, white cloud, basically. So it was like calming, like total nothing but beautiful and peaceful. <laughs> right. So that is a wonderful energy. I like the way you express that. And our mission here at Awakenings Institute, which is our nonprofit organization devoted to making the world a more peaceful, loving place where everyone's gifts are honored. So our mission Mm -hmm. here at Awakenings Institute is to bring that soulfulness from, say, being on the mountaintop, that one imagery way of doing it we just did, down to earth. So it's not just staying there. Since we're living our lives here, how do we use that energy in the traumas and challenges in our day-to-day life so we can make the most of each day? So by the end mm-hmm. of our life, we look back and say, yeah, I, you know, I did my best. I took the opportunities. I awakened as best as I could, and I'm, I'm glad I did what I did. Oh, that's good. That's wonderful. I mean, I would love you to talk about your, your book, um, the loving power of the soul like it's very important like I, I i appreciate the fact that you've been talking about the soul and how holistic eft helps us to you know assess the soul but what is the loving power of the soul itself part of uh, uh what we focus on is trying to open the heart because that's another way of connecting with the soul sometimes people mm. say that the seat of the soul is in the from the heart in in, in wisdom traditions um so as you open your heart, and you may sense that again with imagery or just a sensing knowingness, that awakens you too. And it awakens you too, and, and, and we, we map this out pretty clearly in detail, easy to read in the book, Loving Power of Your Soul. It, as you awaken to that soul energy, uh, you use your intelligences, you use your body more intelligently, uh, you use your emotions more intelligently, you use your mind, your thoughts more intelligently. Um, so you enlist those instead of just functioning and you might function pretty well or not in some areas and you have natural and some people are more gifted with their movements or or with their speaking or with their connecting with people or social skills or whatever. So you use that, those Mm -hmm. natural gifts from God, from source, from your past, this life and other previous realms to make the most of this life. So you enlist those. Part of that is the healing part of the journey that we talked about earlier using holistic EFT and spiritual kinesiology, Mm -hmm. healing from the soul where you can open your heart or go to that mountaintop. uh, Mm. Ah, That's good. And once we are able to assess all of this wonderfulness that we get from, you know, being in connection with our souls, do you think we're going to be able to realize our true purpose in life, like our, our true essence of being here on earth? Yes. Well, first of all, it's identifying it, which has to do with the things that you're good at using. So if you're good at uh, being a podcaster, for example, uh, or if you're good at researching, or if you're good at uh, serving people or uh, uh, 
healing people or teaching people, whatever those gifts are, you have them and you use them. This is pretty common sense uh, to help the world and how you want to help Mm -hmm. the world. Do you want the world to be more peaceful, uh, more collaborative, more prosperous, uh, or whatever words really resonate with you? So that is a, a map. And when you do that every day, then you're living your purpose. Yeah. Oh, good. And once we're able to tap into our purpose, then we're able to have a much more, you know, happier life, basically. <laughs> Would you say that? <laughs> or a much more joyful life, yeah. Yes, you're going to have a lot more joy and peace and love and inspiration, creativity and fun, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would love you to tell me a little bit about our life itself. Like now we've been able to tap into our souls and now we're able to assess all of the benefits. Like we are, we are healed already. We have... Got, we've, gotten to know about holistic EFTs. We are making use of it to become better people. And now we are living in the part of our purpose fulfillment. Now, I would love us to talk about life as it's, as itself. Like, how can we approach life as an amazing adventure? Like, how can we wake up every day and see life as an, as an amazing adventure, as a beautiful experience? Yes. Yeah, so what you want to position yourself uh, as a creator uh, rather than a victim. We actually wrote our previous book is called The Ultimate Paradigm Shift. And that's all about uh, living your life as a creator rather than things just happening to you and being at the mercy of events. Now, some things you can and can't control, that's true. And that's good to recognize that. In fact, that's an important recognition so you don't spin your wheels on things that you can't really change. Mm-hmm. Um, so taking charge of your life as opposed to trying to, on the one hand, control people or control things you can't control, be controlling, or on the other hand, be kind of a pleaser conformist. Uh, so taking charge means coming from a soulful place, a loving place, a connected place, a place of being in the moment, uh, of mm-hmm. using your gifts. So that's taking in charge of your life. When you're doing that, that will lead you into adventure because you're doing things you love enjoy attracting like-minded people and, and people in places that uh, you are of service and can help. Yeah, oh, that's good. So every day we could wake up and, you know, have that fullness, basically. Or I, I, I don't know, I'm making, use of, I'm making use of fullness a lot in this episode, but we can have that, you know, that completeness, basically, in our, in our lives because we wake up every day and we see that, yes, life is going to be it's going to bring a lot of opportunities our way today, a lot of things to do, which we keep us excited basically about every day or every hour. Right. And where there are areas which you're suffering or challenging, you can use some of the healing techniques we said, we talked about to, to transform that, those parts too. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And um, Philip, I know you've had a lot of experiences and I'm so grateful that you you know, use everything that you've learned, you and your wife, basically, in your institute, like Awakenings um, Institute, to help other people also become coaches, to become better people in life also, and also if also to impact other people's life, basically, as, as coaches and trainers and all that. Yeah. But there's one thing I would love to learn from you, from your vast, you know, knowledge and everything. Um, you know, nowadays we have a lot of technology and we have a lot of science and a lot of... Um, things that we could try out, but still we still suffer from burnout, we suffer from um, anxiety, we suffer from depression, we suffer from you know, all of these things that um, we don't like, basically. Um, wh- what do you th- why do you think this is so? Why do you think, even though we, um, we as human, we have 
become so much advanced, but we still have all of these things as traumas or as pains and suffering. Right. So part of it is, is it seems to be the spiritual journey we've been discussing that all the traumas uh, and mm. suffering that we have on ourselves and inflict on other people. So this leads us to awakening. So a more advanced mm. civilization wouldn't hurt itself in the earth and be so self-destructive. Uh, the way mm. it seems to be thus far on earth is that we need to almost uh, get to extremes to many people to waken up. And we're at this ex existential extreme right now, whether this planet will survive because of what we've been doing, because we're not thinking of other people. Uh, mm -hmm. We're just thinking of ourselves uh, and that kind of selfishness or that uh, lack of soulfulness, that sleep. Mm -hmm. In sleep, mm -hmm. we can do a lot of destructive things uh, and be what uh, Wallace Waddle uh, said in the science of being great or the science of getting rich beyond the competitive plane where we're too much into uh, struggling, seeing other people as our enemy fighting at the same time, standing up for what we believe too in truth and love. Uh, so mm -hmm. that's part of the awakening experience on this earth that it seems like we have to go to certain extremes. And, and the solution that it seems to me, Toby, is that we need to be more soulfully connected and raise our own vibration and I know some mm. people have different roles of being an environmentalist or helping with global warming or being of service or working in different groups to, to heal divides between races and geographies mm. and genders and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. Ours is in this healing coaching realm uh, and, mm. and, and, and implementing more love into the planet. So there is just more of that available, that energy, so things can shift. Mm. Better, yes. Oh, that's good. And, um, you know, your own approach is this um, spiritual approach to it, right? Like a spiritual approach to healing. Um, why do you think this is so powerful? Why do you think, um, oh, why, is, um, it, why is it important for us to go into our spiritual lives, to grow spiritually, you know, to be, gain that healing, gain that um, fulfillment of purpose and become better people in life? Well, the spiritual part it underlies everything. Virtually everything is mm. spiritual. All physical things is just a small part. I mean, even scientists, which is very valuable, just know that most of the world, they don't know where it comes from. They call it dark matter, or invisible matter. And they, that's a, just a throw kind of a general term to say we don't understand most of it because it's consciousness <laughs> way beyond our conscious mind. And Einstein said just uh, mm. A to B thinking is very linear and very limited. Imagination is everything. Uh, so mm. if we understand the bigger picture, going back to the mm. mountaintop, then that makes sense to be spiritual. Mm. If we're in survival, mm. if we're being driven by our fears and our traumas, yeah, then then we do a lot of hurtful, selfish things and, and don't get a sense of the big picture. So it's, again, waking up to the soul and, and our best life possible, which is free mm. will. You have a choice if you want to do that. Probably a lot of people yeah. in the soulful conversations do. <laughs> and can, can we also, you know, learn a lot about that from our weekends institute also like i did like some services that you offer or you and your wife offer in your institute to help people gain that soul awakening you know to become even much more better people right we have a free gift uh we can share with the audience too that it's um, um mm. it's an excerpt from our new book the loving power of your soul a holistic eft tapping video and some spiritual resources 
mm. for people interested in spiritual growth and healing and development and helping mm. themselves and the planet. And that's uh, they can find that at tinyurl.com slash spiritual-kit, tinyurl.com slash spiritual-kit for the free download, the free gift there. And they might want that. And we do have a very extensive website, gettingthrough.org, getting thru.org, where there's a lot of resources, videos, articles, courses, individual. If people want to work with us individually, we can help them mm-hmm. in many ways to heal and awaken too. Oh, that's good, yes. I'm going to place this link in the show notes of this episode. So I encourage everyone who's listening to just click on the link, copy the link, and you know, get across to you, get across to Jane, your wife, or just get the free video and watch it to become, you know, to gain the knowledge about holistic EFTs and find out how to make use of it of it basically. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. And just just one last question that I would love to know about, you know. I'm also like I'm also very interested in you know spiritual growth. Like I'm a Christian and I, I you know sit with daily that I do something for my spiritual life basically to advance basically. But I, I'd love to know um, how does spirituality or spiritual life um, how does it help us to understand ourselves and our reality? Well, we basically are coming from spirit. We came from mm. spirit. We are spirit. We're going back to spirit. We're, we're leaving the, the physical plane after X number of years. So if that's who mm. we are at a deeper level, um, we might mm. want to know more about that because the more we know about it, the mm. more knowledge we have. And the reason I understand, Toby, we came here, you, me, and the 8 billion plus people on the planet is to learn, uh, to grow, uh, to heal and to love. So we are doing things to learn, heal, grow, and love. Ah, okay, that's good. So once we're able to, I love the answer. Once we're able to tap into our spiritual lives, we we tap into the essence of our being, basically. Then we know who we are, really. Well said. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Awesome. So, Philip, um, if there are people out there who love to connect with you and work with you, and you know to get more information, maybe some questions that we did not cover during this conversation, like um, what's the best way to do this? I know you've mentioned your website already, but are there like some other ways to get across to you to maybe ask right. more questions? Uh, well, I mentioned the the free gift uh, of the um, uh, the free gift of the book excerpt video and the yes. holistic EFT video at tinyurl dot com slash spiritual dash kit. Mm. If they'd like to talk with us individually and, and see if we can help you heal and awake, there's a they could go to this URL, tiny URL, tinyurl.com slash heal dash awake, tinyurl.com slash heal dash awake. And we can talk with you if you'd maybe like some personal help or just visit our mm. website getting through.org getting thru.org. We're always offering uh, new courses. We have certification programs in EFT and a one-year coaching healing program where we work directly with a small group of people. So there's a lot of opportunities there for people to go further with us if uh, they resonate with what I'm sharing here. Oh, beautiful. So very, very lastly, like as a closing remark, what word of advice will you share with our listeners out there who are, you know, so much interested in growing um, spiritually and also gaining their spiritual healing? What's one piece of advice has helped you so far and can also help the listeners out there? Well, I would do a soul centering like we, we write about in our book, some kind of soul centering practice and just breathing into your heart and opening it up. 
uh, in mm. following your next step, what you're guided to do. Uh, so mm. there are times of challenges and confusion, but once you connect with your soul, then things become pretty clear. Uh, mm -hmm. What is your next step? And you can only take one step at a time. So um, you can take a, your loving next step. Awesome. Thank you so much, Philip. I really appreciate this. This was so wonderful learning so much about um, holistic EFT, assessing the soul and why it's important for us to do that. And also talking about life itself and everything combined together to from who we are and our spiritual beings. It's so awesome learning all of this from you. Thank you so much, Philip. Thank you. Wow. You made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.